if you have ever wondered about Botox, baby Botox, Botox, whether it's suitable for men and women, I am catching up with Dr. Brian Cotter this week on Self Care to have a chat all about the subject of Botox and cosmetic procedures. The Hub Self Care with Louise Clark on iRadio. It is really, really great to be catching up with Dr. Brian Cotter from Sisu Clinic. Of course, you're the co-founder and global medical director. First off, thank you so much for joining us on our self-care segment this evening. Thanks for having me on. Not at all. So you've come on to have a chat to us all about Botox um, and maybe give us an idea. I might ask you a couple of easy questions first about Botox, just so we can kind of get our heads around exactly what it is. And then we might deep dive into maybe some of the, the trending treatments with the what we have at the moment. Um, I suppose, first off, Dr. Brown, what is Botox and when might we need it? Yeah, so Botox has been around for a long time. It's effectively what we call a neuromodulator and we use it in cosmetic purposes for relaxing things like lines and wrinkles. So there's kind of stubborn lines or deep lines that you have. It's really effective just for smoothing out the skin. We use it a lot in hospital-based medicine and things like orthopedics and urology for, you know, certain people that might have contractures or they might have muscle spasms. So it's used quite a lot in conventional medicine and in in aesthetics and cosmetics. Uh, Mainly for what we use it for is really, I suppose, preventative Botox Mm -hmm. for people who maybe don't have a lot of lines and wrinkles yet. And then obviously for people that have heavier set lines and wrinkles, we use it to to, to really relax down and reduce down those heavy set lines. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, And how long do the effects of Botox typically last? Um, Is it a permanent solution or is it something that you maybe will have to go and top up every so often? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good question. It's a commonly asked question. Typically, anti-wrinkle treatments like Botox will last around three months. Now, normally it takes maybe like four to six days for it to take effect. It's kind of at its maximum around two weeks. So typically, even Sisu Clinic, everyone will come back around the two-week mark for review. It allows us to take a look at it. Sometimes it needs a little bit of adjustment. And then from two weeks, it kind of gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And it lasts around three months. Now, it's not like that you wake up at two months, 29 days and all the lines are back. It's, a, it's kind of gradual gradual awakening of, of, of the lines and wrinkles over that kind of latter stages of the three month mark. That's so interesting. We hear some people talking on social media about baby Botox versus normal Botox. Is there a difference or is that just a social media coined phrase? Yeah, it's kind of more a marketing blurb, to be honest. So obviously within Botox treatments, you, you have various dosages and protocols. Baby Botox is probably more what we call preventative Botox. And it means you have people that are coming in who maybe are beginning to see what we call kind of dynamic lines turning into static heavier lines. They tend to be kind of younger patients. So again, there's, there's often a kind of dose difference or modulation within it but baby Botox is really it's a social media probably more of a marketing term actually than anything else but all all toxin treatments are, are are kind of the end result is the same but you might have a little bit of a difference in the dosaging piece. Okay, okay. Um, and then I guess when we get to, you know, some of the trending treatments that are out there right now, we've heard, I suppose, obviously, we, we've seen Barbie in the cinemas not too long ago. Um, what would Barbie Botox be? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the name, to be honest. Yeah. But sometimes you'll see these these treatments can pick up names on social. Um, we've been doing, I suppose, Barbie Botox before was Barbie Botox. We call it trapezius Botox. And that's where you inject into uh, that muscle that's kind of the back of your neck and on your shoulder. It's called your trapezius muscle. And basically, we use it for a few different things. Um, we do a lot of these treatments for people that get things like migraine. Okay. And when we inject into that area, sometimes we inject into the scalp and to the front of the face or into the head and that's for kind of migraine therapies. Barbie Botox then, um, we use a lot of things like tension. So sometimes you'll see in certain patients, females more than males, if they work out a lot, this is a muscle that can kind of get quite big. It can become a little bit overloaded. So we use it in one aspect for kind of cosmesis to soften down that muscle muscle um, because over time the muscle will get a little bit smaller after Botox treatment and then we use it a lot in people who get a lot of tension in their neckline and in their actual shoulders and back because when you relax uh, the muscle it tends to take out the tension as well so it's, it's quite effective on, on all aspects. That's so interesting. Um, I read a recent survey that has found that Dublin falls just behind Amsterdam in second place when uh, looking at which European cities are most obsessed with cosmetic treatments such as the likes of Botox, dermal fillers and facelifts. Um, Do you find like a lot of people coming in? Because I think as a society sometimes here in Ireland, um, we can be quite, you know, there can be a little bit of a stigma attached to, I know maybe it's getting a little bit better now, but it'd be like, oh, did you hear so-and-so got this done? Or did you hear that or did you hear so like I'm really interested to find out that you know Ireland is kind of it's climbing up there when it comes to basically taking care of yourself I would always say each to their own if somebody has lines on their face or they have something that they'd like to address I'm always like if it's going to make you feel better about yourself then go ahead and do it um, I would never kind of you know look down on somebody for for, for wanting to go and, and um, you know perfect their 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 skin or their face or whatever it might be. Do you feel like there are a lot of people um, partaking in cosmetic treatments now? Yeah, I mean, I think the space has, has totally changed. My my brother and I are in this space over over a decade, and I mean the fact that we have twenty five CCU clinics internationally. You know, we have them in the US, we have them in New York, Miami, Houston, we have them in London. Uh, we have about sixteen clinics in Ireland. I think yeah, 15, 16 is opening in, in in about another kind of five weeks. I think that in itself shows you that the space has changed. I think a lot of people, you know, I remember we opened the first clinic in our, our third clinic, fourth clinic actually in Ranla in the Triangle and the estate agent at the time was like, you're putting a cosmetic clinic in the middle of Ranla and, and I think that kind of piece has changed whereas now if people want to get a treatment like you just said they feel good about it they want to go in they have something maybe they want to change I think that that study showed us that Irish people in particular are embracing I suppose themselves you know that sense of if they want to feel good about themselves and it's a it's a treatment that is quick it's easy as long as it's done by a medical professional and it's safe then I think that whole kind of idea that taboo has, has changed and again you know with seven clinics we have in Dublin I suppose that that study has just reinforced the idea that we have that the popularity and the demand within space are there and I think Irish people have just accepted it with open arms. 
Absolutely. I think you touched on a really important topic there as well because, of course, you can see a lot of places that may be unregulated and obviously we want to make sure that if you are going for a cosmetic treatment that you do it with a professional. What are the top tips to look out for if you are anywhere in the country um, and let's just say you're you're in a smaller rural area um, and you hear of somebody administering um, Botox or some sort of filler or something like that, you know, what are you looking out for to try and choose the best person to do this for you? Yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're big fans of what we call the medical models. So, so in Ireland, under law, it is only doctors or dentists that can legally buy Botox, uh, prescribe Botox and administer Botox. So the big thing we always say to people is do your research. So again, what if you find, you know, the kind of continuity of care piece, if you have people who live in more rural areas, often we'll find people will travel to bigger cities. These treatments you're not going to get done that regularly so often people build it into the fact they might be going to Dublin or Cork or Galway on a trip and they just kind of factor it in I think a big thing for us and for any patient we always say is do your research so it's really really important to ensure that the practitioner you're going to or the clinic you're going to that they're either a doctor or they're a dentist that they're registered within the space and I think what you'll find probably fillers is a little bit more of a grey area because unfortunately at the moment in Ireland fillers are classified as what we call a medical device which mm-hmm. means anybody can purchase can administer a dermal filler and dermal fillers in reality can cause more damage than, than toxin because you can get some adverse events to it so Again, anybody that's considering getting these things done, just make sure you go to a medical professional and make sure you go to a place that does volume. Because for us, you know, it's it's really important in the space that if people are considering a treatment, that they're going to have a good experience, they're going to have a safe experience. And if in the event something goes wrong and the complications can occur, that the professional you're going to, I suppose, has the skill set to, number one, mitigate against them. But the second thing is if you do have a complication, they can manage you appropriately and they can look after you. Because what we sometimes find is, you know, if people who have had a treatment in a beautician and then they kind of rock up to one of our clinics, and, you know, that's difficult in that sense because you can't really go at them or, or, or kind of assist them with it because often insurance companies are like, look, that's that's somebody else's problem and then and they'll, they'll ask us not to, not to interject. So again, for people, just make sure you do your research go to a medical professional, have a safe experience. You might pay a little bit more for it, but you know, you've you've one face in reality. So it's important that people just do their research. Yeah, definitely. And to, to look after yourself. Um, one last question, I suppose. I know that a lot of ladies are probably going to be tuned in um, to find out all about Botox and Barbie Botox, etc. But have you found the the amount of men coming in for treatments? Has that um, has that become a, a lot more in, in recent years? Yeah, it's definitely increased. I mean, you know, often you'll find that that girlfriends or wives they'll come in they'll have a treatment and then two weeks later a kind of boyfriend or husband is, is sitting outside kind of being told that that, that their partner wanted them to come in um, I, I think guys are embracing the space a lot more I think openly the whole space has kind of gone more towards wellness rather than anti-aging mm-hmm. so I think a lot of guys they're into their fitness into their gym you know they might be into fashion or just generally staying healthy and I think a lot of guys are coming into the clinics not really that they want to look radically different but 
but for the most time it's guys saying look I look a bit tired I feel a little bit tired they might have under eye treatments to kind of soften out hollows Botox amongst guys I call it Brotox it's, uh, it kind of softens it a little bit for men it's a hugely popular treatment and then we have things like jaw sculpting for guys again to give a little bit more of a kind of masculine edge to the face so I, I think guys overall globally they're, they're, they're really a fast growing aspect of, of, of I suppose the market in the cosmetic industry but definitely within Ireland we're seeing an increase in, in guys coming in to have treatments and they don't want to look hugely different they just want to look a little bit fresher Wow, that is so interesting. Thank you so, so much. Um, of course, you are Dr. Brian Cotter from Sisu Clinic. Thank you so, so much for giving me your time. If anybody wants to maybe check out some of your resources online, as always, we have been saying, if you're interested in getting a treatment like this, it's always way, way, way better to go and do your research and seek out a professional. But if people want to maybe check out some of the resources that you have, maybe they want to ask some questions, where's the best place to go, Brian? Yeah, probably the easiest thing if you visit our website, sisuclinic.com, or if you check out our handles on things like Instagram, sisuclinic. So again, you'll see a lot of information, a lot of before and afters. There's interviews with the doctors, there's clips and videos. So again, people can just sit down, comfort of their own home, and they can do their research, and they can they can check out the clinic that way. Oh, super. Dr. Brian Cotter from CCU Clinic. Of course, you're the co-founder and global medical director. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat to us here on iRadio. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a lovely evening. Thanks for having me on, Louise. Take care. The Hub Self-Care with Louise Clark on iRadio. iRadio's The Hub with Louise Clark.